Hillsboro. My name is Gilbert Neal, and I'm your host for WHUP. D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. Uh, fine, beautiful Saturday here in Hillsboro. And I am going to play a selection of my greatest hits. Not my own greatest hits, just songs that I've uh, played in the last two and a half years that I really, really like or find a very interesting story. And I will um, uh, abridge those stories for the sake of uh, <clears throat> brevity, but just know that I could talk, and I have talked, for hours and hours on end about these things because I just love music from 65 to, seven, to 1980. Uh, all right, so one of the things I do on my show occasionally is I'll do an hour of, which is uh, an hour of one song, multiple versions by different artists, uh, some of them young and hip, some of them old and played out. And uh, one of the shows I did was a whole hour of Like My Fire, that's War Horse by The Doors. Um, and the best version, I think, of Like My Fire, bar none, was the version that Stevie Wonder recorded slightly after, well, just a little bit after the original. And I think it's wonderful, and I'm going to play it for you now.
Go to whupfm.org and you can support WHUP by donating to our cause. We have to pay rent. We have to buy equipment occasionally, uh, the heat or the air conditioning as it may be. And um, you can mail a check to WHUP 117 West King Street, Hillsboro, North Carolina 27278. 
My name is Gilbert Neal, and uh, my show is called D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. I've been doing this for about two, uh, almost three years. I was one of the one of the um, original um, people doing a show, and um, uh, I love doing this every week as much as I can. Uh, I'm a volunteer, like we're all volunteers, uh, and we only do it because we love doing it. And I love WHEP. I think it's a great thing, and I am so happy to be here. It was always a dream of mine, and I, you know, those three songs are good examples of what I like about music from 1965 to 1980. We started with Stevie Wonder, his version of Light My Fire. After that, uh, Sarita Wright, who Stevie Wonder was married to very briefly, but even after they uh, divorced, he still worked with her. In 1974, her second album, which was Stevie Wonder Presents Sarita, featured well it didn't feature but it had this song on it and i'm in love with it love with it i think it's a wonderful song and i get chills every time i hear it spinning and spinning um and if you ever get a chance to hear that album all the way through i wholeheartedly suggest that you uh you invest the time at least and the money hopefully because um as as great as stevie wonder was at that point he had won three three of his releases were uh grammy winners for album of the year and I think that this one would have been one of them uh, if he had not released uh, Intervisions the same year. Um, so uh, anyway, after that, uh, Gentle Giant with a song called Weekend Cowboy. It's not on any of their official releases because it was recorded as sort of a demo for the record company at the time. And uh, more a little 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 back a rack, a little more uh, classic cinematic pop than the stuff that they were doing shortly after that. Just kind of took the uh, prog hammer and just hammered away and went into that arena. Um, and, uh, oh, by the way, Derek Shulman, who's the lead singer of Gentle Giant, he friended me. I didn't friend him. He friended me. Derek Shulman friended me. I never thought I'd say those words. Oh, well, I did. Can't stop it now.
alphabet, rigid, stabbing, monotone. There's positive or negative, but no in between.
Hello, I'm Gilbert Neal, and this is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. It's our pledge drive, otherwise known as the Begathon. You know, we're one of the only stations in the country with an on-demand service, meaning you can listen to this show and all of our fine programs whenever you want. Just go to whupfm.org, and you can hear this show for two weeks, and then the show after that, the show after that, and the show after that. You can do that, and we're one of the only radio stations that offers that service. And you know, that service is not something that is free. So we have to maintain equipment and stuff like that. So uh, that's just one of the many obligations we have. And I'm asking you to please go to our website, whupfm.org, and contribute what you like, show that you care about our community and our radio station, and the fact that we are we are not a podcast. We are terrestrial. We're all if you drive around Hillsboro, turn in your radio station to 104.7, you can hear us. We're on the dial. All right. So what was that? Well, I'll tell you something. When I do my show, I look hither and thither. You heard me. Hither and thither. I said it. Now, what was that instrumental I just played? Does anybody know? No, you don't, because I am obsessive about obscurities from people who are actually famous. And that is a song called Larry's Theme from an album called Lawrence Hilton Jacobs from 1978. Yes, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, if you're of a certain age, you know that he was Boom Boom Washington and Welcome Back Hotter. And if you're of a certain younger age, you know that if you ever, ever... You know, changing the dial and you see an American something, American happy story about the Jackson family. Lawrence Hilton Jacobs played the part of Michael Jackson's father. Get the switch. Get the switch. But in 1978, um, he tried his hand at music. And I'll have to I have to say it is not bad. And I particularly like Larry's theme. I think it's pretty well done. It's well produced. It sounds great. And the band is kicking. I don't know what he had to do with that song, but I like it. Anyway, the other stuff, unlike the um, the uh, Donnie Most album from 1976, unlike the first couple John Travolta albums, um, unlike Gabriel, uh, unlike um, Gabe, um, blah, 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 what's his name? Who's the guy who played Welcome Back, Cotter? What was his name? Thanks. You know, my 13-year-old son is no help. Um, Gabe Kaplan. Unlike his records, this is actually not bad. Oh, Scott Baio, another one. Horrible. Anyway, one of my shows was nothing but celebrities who tried their hands at recording. Another show I did was athletes who tried their sh- their hand at recording. Um, and this is a, a song I picked out because I was listening to this album going song by song, and it really struck me how well this how well done this was. Anyway, glad to see he's still around, all that stuff. Da-da-da-da-da. Excuse me for a second. Before that... You heard Jimmy Bohorn, Dance Across the Floor, one of the funkiest songs of late 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 70s. And it sounds like Casey and the Sunshine Band because it is Casey and the Sunshine Band with an actual good singer. But they, uh, Harry Casey and um, Rick Finch wrote it and recorded it just like they would a normal Casey and the Sunshine Band record. Really, really good. Before that, Random Brainwave, I Pity Inanimate Objects by Godly and Cream, who were in 10CC before that. Um... You know, the song I'm Not In Love and all those vocals in the background. Well, Godly and Cream were largely responsible for that sound. Uh, And the reason I played that song um, way back is because I was doing a show dedicated to a peer of mine, not a peer of mine, but somebody who really got me to love radio, and that's Gary Storm out of Buffalo, New York. 
And Gary Storm was the one who introduced people who were listening to this thing. I had never heard anything like it before. Um, either song, they go into one another, and it just sounds weird, and I and it was really compelling. So I, I kind of um, uh, gorged on Godly and Cream for a while, bought everything that they had, and I did a segment on Godly and Cream as well. And um, there's a thing that they use in recording now called the harmonizer, which kind of, you can also call it pitch correction or whatever, whenever there's an instrument that can't reach a note or a singer that just, just can't hit the C. Well, back in the old days, the harmonizer came with a keyboard and Godly and Cream used this as uh, a pretty jarring effect uh, for the song I Pity Inanimate Objects. One would sing in a monotone voice, the other one would have a keyboard and he would play the tones as he would sing them. This is on the album Freeze Frame from 1979, one of my favorite albums, and um, that's that. Okay, well, I'm done talking about that stuff. Hey, let's hear what's next. No way to know. Because I don't plan these things. Mexico, 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 Mexico. At 
Sorry for singing over the end, but I just noticed that they use the four chords as well. Um, okay. We're not selling mugs, tote bags, or other swag to bribe you into supporting WHUP. And we're not giving away lottery tickets for exotic trips you have little or no chance of winning. All we offer is top-notch music. Talk shows hosted by a talented and passionate group of the community's finest radio personalities. <laughs> if that's what you think is important in your community, radio station, please support WHUP. You know, when I'm on a, when I'm on the Facebook, I'll post a picture of my kids or a dog, something funny and nice like that. And uh, I'll get like... 40 or 50 thumbs up the likes and stuff while i'm talking to those people i'm asking you to keep me off the street on saturday night by supporting whup go to whupfm.org and click the um what does the button say something like support us or let's see, let's see. got the thing here got written down here Oh, yeah. You know what you just heard? Oh, support us. Um, donate. The donate link, yeah. So we started the set with Les Humphrey Singers. I love Les Humphrey Singers, even though they don't like me very much. And um, I did a show on Les Humphrey Singers. Who are Les Humphrey Singers? Well, it's hard to explain. Just it, It's like they're a less popular um, um, Boney M., Less flashy. It's like if you took Boney M and smushed them with the musical hair. Excuse me for a second. And um, they started off singing uh, stuff that was spiritual in nature. Um, big group of maybe 14 or 15 people singing on stage. And uh, 
Then after that sort of uh, zeitgeist died down, they opted to sing um, things of, uh, they mined, it was very strange, they mined American Civil War, pre-Civil War um, movements, like <laughs> they sang songs about Kansas City, like like in a gunfight in Kansas City, they sang um, a song about New Orleans, they sang, and this song, Mexico, is basically just a big ripoff of Battle of New Orleans by Johnny Horton. It's all it is. You can recognize it. It's the same thing. All they did was change the lyrics and um, kept the melody the same. But I don't know that they were popular enough in the the, the um, writer's lifetime uh, to merit a lawsuit of any kind. Uh, I don't know. But the Les Humphreys singers, Les Humphreys was, was an English expatriate who went to Germany to get rich. Um, I don't know. I don't know how it worked out. Anyway, tax problems, and he ended up dying. A few of them ended up with drugs. But I, I like Les Humphrey singers because I feel like when I'm listening to the Les Humphrey singers, I'm the only person who is. It's one of those things. After that, Nino Tempo and April Stevens, uh, their number one hit in the United States was Deep Purple, and they're from Niagara Falls, New York, which is right near where I grew up in Buffalo, New York, and uh, their version of Love Story which was a big hit for Andy Williams, except for they zazzed it up a little bit and made it a little more contemporary. Nino Temple and April Stevens were brother and sister. All right. And then down under the original version from 1980 by Men at Work. Before they got signed to a big record company, they released this independently. And it was a B-side of another song. And nobody would have known about it. Nobody would have known about it unless had they not signed that big record label thingy and uh, started getting huge hits in the United States with um, who could it be now? And of course, down under. Um, So in 2008, I think I talked, I talked about this when I played um, the show when I when I did the show of original versions, I did nothing but original versions of big hits, either by the same artist or by different artists. But the original version of um, of um, Down Under, as you heard, it's it's sloppier, it's it's sort of in jokey. Um, and then the big hit came out. Their only number one song in the United States was Down Under, but it was huge on MTV every five minutes. I swear. In 2008, on the ABC TV quiz show, Spicks and Specs, ABC TV Australia, by the way, the question was posed, what children's song is contained in the song Down Under, resulting in phone calls and emails to the to Larrikin Music the next day. Larrikin Music owned the rights of the song Kookaburra, which you all sang in school, and if you didn't, I feel sorry for you. Kookaburra sits in the old gum tree. Merry, merry king of the bushes. He laugh. Kookaburra laugh. Kookaburra gay. Your life must be. So the people who owned it ended up dying. And this guy ended up getting it for lyric and music. And the flute part was, uh, they just they just said, the Kookaburra is contained in Down Under. And it's very, very Australian. And uh, written in 1932, um, 
the right holder ended up dying in 1988. The rights um, were transferred to Lyric Music in 1990. And it took this game show, this fluke of people seeing this game show, called up Lyric and Publishing and said, you know what? Um, your song is, was, was actually part of this Down Under. And it ended up suing them. And they won. And the guy who came up with the flute part, Greg Ham, if you ever see the videos, he's the one up in the tree moving his legs around, being all goofy. He ended up hanging himself because he figured, well, he was probably doing drugs at the time, but he figured that this is what I'm going to be remembered for. After all these years of touring and touring and touring, recording, heartbreak, this is what I'm going to be remembered for. And I suppose that it would probably be good if I shut up about it because I'm kind of fulfilling his prophecy. But drugs are a hell of a thing, kids. Don't, don't do drugs. Really, I mean it.
is a black private dick that's a sex machine to all the chicks. Mangler. Can you dig it? Who's the cat that won't cop out when there's danger all about? Right on. Black private eye whose mastermind has got him what he wanted. Shaft. Shaft is the man. His friends let him know that there is danger. He's a complicated man, and no one understands him but his woman. Shaft. Shaft is the man. John Shaft. Shaft. Shaft is the man. He leaves no stone unturned No matter what the cost He gets the job done Right on Shaft Shaft is the man Shaft Shaft is the man John Shaft The bravest Black Private dick in the city John Shaft Huh uh. Hey man Can you dig him Always looking so cool Together for days And all that leather All that leather Taking care of business too, baby. Yeah. He's always on the case. Always in the case. I mean, he gets it all together. He gets it all together. Huh. <laughs> yeah, he's bad, 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 Oh, you're listening to WHUP LP Hillsboro. My name is Gilbert Neal. Hang on a second. All right. Uh, the segue is going to be sloppy. I apologize for that. All right. So that was Sammy Davis Jr. and his sort of version of theme from Shaft, but named it's called John Shaft. And Isaac Hayes gets credit for it on the album, but he kind of changed the lyrics a little bit because, uh, 
Sammy Davis Jr., man. Um, before that, War in Heaven, which was sort of an overture for the Osmonds concept album from 1973 called The Plan. Don't listen to The Plan unless you want to be converted to Mormonism. I've said that before on my show. And then uh, Mud Crutch, which I just uh, heard for the first time last week. Mud Crutch was the band that Tom Petty was in, uh, led, basically before Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. And the original version of Don't Do Me Like That, which I think is, um, you know, kind of like the uh, the Men at Work. It was sloppier, a little bit long. Uh, it took a real producer to come and tighten things up, make things all consumer ready. But a good song is a good song, and that's a great song. You know, many public stations have budgets in the millions, but we here at WUNC, WHUP, excuse me, I'm going to go sick my head in the toilet. Ever get beat up by 12 tough guys in a dog alley? Take our way for it. Victims don't feel real good. Don't make yourself a victim to hot drugs. If you do, we'll break all your arms and all your legs. You can do your alcohol. Stay away from second arm. Those two things don't mix at all. Don't shoot up. Don't shoot up. Yeah, don't shoot up, you guys. While, make, <laughs> while many public radio stations have budgets in the millions, we here at WHUP are able to offer our unique brand of high-quality, locally-produced programming for just a small fraction of that because of our dedicated and talented volunteers. We do much more with much less, but that also means every donation, large or small, is critical to our long-term health. I'm asking you listeners near and small, near and small, here and far, near and far, whoever you are, donate what you can. Please go to our website, whupfm.org, and um, pony up as much dough as you can. So that was a Shanana. Uh, you know, Shanana had her own TV show in the 70s. And I've played some songs from their album um, of orig original music uh, in the early 70s, which is not bad. But this is a PSA. There were a whole bunch of them. Um, excuse me. Uh, listeners sent me a whole bunch of these PSAs. There's Shanana. There's Dr. John. There's um, uh, who else? Um All the contemporary bands of the early 70s just doing these little little PSAs to try to keep you from doing drugs. I wonder if it worked. Anyway, here we go. More stuff. Just point your pointers, what will we do? 
scrapping purples on all fours. Scream, Dala, scream, old woman with a casket. Fling your arms madly, old lady with a daughter. Black tops of houses, blouses, houses, little and little as if in fact. Watching the telly till
first time I ever got a phone call during my show was when I was doing a set of Alex Harvey band music. <clears throat> and I think either it was either this or um, a hot city symphony. When someone called and said that they couldn't believe that somebody on the radio locally was playing Alex Harvey band sensational Alex Harvey band. That's when I knew I was doing something right. And that W H U P lets me do whatever I want to do. And that's a great thing about it. It's fulfilling. It's it's it makes me feel like I'm a part of the community. And I'm sure that all of the people on the air feel that way as well. And what else can you say that that lets you do that, lets you express yourself like that? So WHUP leads the pack in promoting the good work in our community. As I said, in just two years on the air, we've had more than 400 musicians play live in our studio and another 500 folks representing local nonprofits, businesses, government types, and creative talent talking about their work. Far more than any station in the region and almost anywhere else. So be a, be a good local band or singer or artist and try to get on another radio station. Just try. It'll take months, if if anything. Months. If it happens at all. It probably won't. But WHUP, we are made for that. And that's why you should donate. That's why you should give. And that's why you should contribute. We started that set with Pink Floyd, Scream Thy Last Scream, uh, an aborted single from their early days, with Nick Mason, the drummer, on lead vocals. If you're wondering why that doesn't sound anything like Sid Barrett, that's why. The squeaky voice in the background, that's Sid Barrett, but Nick Mason singing lead vocals. Um, <clears throat> One of these days, I'm going to cut you into little pieces. After that, the Bee Gees from uh, Children of the World with Lovers. That's the same album with You Should Be Dancing, but I think it's the weirdest thing I've ever heard from the Bee Gees, and that's why I like it. I like I like the vocals going back and forth, and I like them exchanging lead vocalists and stuff. I always liked that. I was a sucker for that. And after that, the Alex, Sensational Alex Harvey Band with uh, Dolphins from the album Rock Drill. I love, love love that album and that song in particular is just amazing amazing so they let me do what i want and i can if i want to play my own music i can play that if i want to have uh ken ray and marco in here and play my own stuff i can do that because they let me do it and that's what's great about it among other things that's what's great about it Wind. 
you've heard this show before if you happen to have been listening when i played that show the first time you would know how much i love that song i just the chorus is just just brilliant to me i just love it so much roger nichols and a small circle of friends don't go breaking my heart from i think 68 Uh, before that i did a show uh on follow-ups bands that were one-hit wonders huge one-hit wonders, and then they went ahead and recorded another song after that or two, and they didn't do as well. Wild Cherry is a perfect example of that. Their big song was Play That Funky Music from, I think, 1976. They had been around a little bit before that, and I played those songs as well. And the song they released after uh, Play That Funky Music was Baby Don't You Know, that the honkies got soul. Uh, and they tried the whole formula. <laughs> they tried to duplicate the whole thing, and it just didn't work. You can hear it. It's just somebody trying to crank out the 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 the, the signposts that you're supposed to react to, and it's it was just not very good. It, and they they faded away very quickly after that. Before that, the residents would give it to someone else. 
um, off of the commercial album, which I love very much. But unfortunately, I programmed this kind of ham-handedly because before that, I played a very sweet version of The Long and Winding Road off of the album Langley School's Music Project, which those outsider music people would know. And the album is called Innocence and Despair. And basically, it was uh, an innovative, wild attempt to update the way that we teach children music back in the 70s. Um, <clears throat> Kookaburra, one example of songs that kids used to sing. And in 1976, 77, um, they were recorded. They were found and re-released 25 years later. It is an amazing story. If you ever get a chance, do some research. It was recorded in Langley, British Columbia. My name is Gilbert Neal, and this is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. I'm kind of playing some greatest hits and some uh, some songs from shows from before and kind of showing you what I do for WHUP. Excuse me for a second. Our goal for this begathon is $10,000, which we need to meet the growing demand for our programming and services. Those needs include a new server and other IT hardware, website upgrades, replacement mics, other equipment for our broadcast studio, new technology to enhance our live music programming, and faster internet speeds for you. We are relying on you, the listeners, to help us make those important improvements. And that is the truth. So onward we go. Hey, you know what? Um, I'm going to play you something real quick here. This might take me off of my... Uh, um, now I'll do it later. Okay. Uh, yeah. Dreams slip away 
Like the song you were singing just yesterday It lies still today A friendly man is hard to follow 
it makes them sad when they grow old. From
Yeah, we'll close the show with that. Hey, this is Gilbert Neal, D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities, coming to the close of another Saturday evening with you and me. You know, um, all contributions to WHUP's Begathon are tax-deductible. We promise not to mind your data. Notify the thought police of your listening habit. Oh, all right. Uh, Listening habits or otherwise invade your privacy. I've had a great time, and I'd like to um, thank you for listening. Um, hang on a second. A little gassy today. That set started with the free design, Daybreaks. Uh, Bruce Dedrick wrote that song. And uh, that was uh, way outside of the show's purview. But I played it because... Um, Bruce, having wrote that song, I wanted to tell him that he wrote a wonderful song. And I reached him, and he was kind enough to not only record some promos for the show, some, I guess, bumpers you'd call them, but he also sent me uh, a CD of his band, the ba- the the big little the little big band out of um, Pennsylvania, and uh, it's quite good. He sent me the CD. It's fun, uh, mostly uh, traditional um, kind of American songbook stuff, but. Good, all the same. And then Friendly Man from um, the One by One album from 1972, I think. And then uh, closed that set with Adriano Celentano, Prison, Colon, and Serancuso. All right. So, see you next week. Take your knickers off and let's go. <laughs> As you said. Every bit of it. Revolution take yeah. 20. Uh, Revolution yeah, take yeah. 20.
Streaming live at whupfm.org and on 104.7 FM, WHUP LP Hillsboro. FM. 104.7 FM.